vape session is over. And I peed. We all peed yeah. together. In one pot. Yeah. And then and flushed we drank it. it. Yeah, we drank it too. That's what's in these fucking glasses. So to kind of bring us back to where we were, um, mm-hmm. Lost in Vivo. Yeah. Steam. Mm-hmm. Price point? It was like 15 bucks. 15 bucks. How long was it? Like four hours. Four hours. Give or take. Give or take if you're scared. Right, right. And I mean, like, I'm kind of um, I'm kind of on the fence with those kinds of games. Like Soma, I was able to kind of keep going for quite some time. Amnesia just pissed me off because I hate not being able to fucking... Fuck Amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony, you had, a, you had a gem in the rough. And I kind of joked about it, like, about, like, 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But... I want you to talk about fucking Doki Doki, whether you want to or not. Is it right? the literature club? Yeah. So, this game was introduced to me by a friend of mine, mutual friend of ours named Brett, mm-hmm. and he uh, he messaged me on on Discord one day and was like, "Hey, you need to check out this game." And I'm like, "What is it?" And he's like, "It's this Doki Doki literature club." I'm like, "All right, I don't." That sounds even, fucking ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. What I don't want bullshit, to- creepy. And he's like, no, this. you don't understand. You need to play this game. It's like, oh, why? And then I start like looking at it, like, dude, this is a fucking dating sim. Anime dating sim game. Hot to full boyfriend. Yeah, like this is this is not me. Why do you want me to? No, just fucking play it. And I was like, well, how much is it? It's like, it's free. And I'm like, what the okay, fuck? <laughs> what am I in for? Because this has got to be freaking garbage or cringe or yeah, cringe is yeah. what I was worried about. I don't, I don't do cringe well. Secondhand just, embarrassment overcomes my whole soul when yep. I do shit like that. Yep, it was just too much. Like I thought it was just gonna be, yeah, too much. And he's like, "All right," and I'm like, "Fine, I'll fucking humor you. I'll download the stupid game because it's free, and I'll play it." And the game opens up with. If you suffer from depression, do not play this game. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, what are we getting into? Right, and what kinds of games alert you to the emotions you'll feel during them? And what kinds of games actually um, elicit or evoke an emotion that might be too strong for a player to uh, abide by? Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, it's not. it's a lot more than just like, oh, yeah, your horse dies in this game, or like... Uh, your fucking main character has to end all of existence and your save file has to get deleted in order to get the best ending. And you have to pretend like you never fucking played this. So, getting to that, like, I don't want to spoil anything for you, Mm -hmm. any of your viewers or uh, your listeners, because it is a game that is to be experienced and you want to go into it as blind as possible. Yeah. But do heed that warning. Yeah. Um, They're... I got to the end of that. Yeah. It was fun. It was dark. And it did something that only one other game had done to me. Mm-hmm. And it was it completely changed my outlook on video games and on myself mm-hmm. and the world around me. Yeah. And the people in my life kind of thing. Um. All that from a fucking yeah. dating sim. I was, yeah, it was a fucking dating like visual sim. Novel. But yeah, it's... visual novel dating sim. Yeah, yeah. And it was... But it's not necessarily quite a dating sim, is it? No. It's... It's masquerading it's, it's, as that. It's kind, it pretends to be that. And, like, as the story unfolds, you'll understand mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. 
um like i i watch anime so right. i can like that part and you of were it. worried that this is going to be an incredibly weeby cringe fucking like yeah and it does kind sit of... around my room in my computer chair just in my tidy whities eating five day old pizza yeah chugging was... on that diet do <laughs> that was what i was afraid of and like i started playing it You're once i read once simulator yeah once i saw that pull up i was like the the warning i was like okay there's something to this. Let's go find out what it is. See right. what see what my friend was talking about. And like halfway through my playthrough, I did it in about two days. Halfway through my playthrough, I started seeing on YouTube a bunch of the Let's Players guys doing it. I'm like, okay, so this is actually kind of a popular thing now. And before that, I had never heard of it. Um, but yeah, if... If you like, I guess I don't know how to describe it, like, a really dark story, basically. Uh, what it do you might, mean by dark, by the way? Um, a lot of bad shit happens. Uh-huh. You're gonna come out of it feeling like garbage. Mm, mm-hmm. Um. It's like Combat Shock. When yeah. we watch Combat Shock. Yeah. And, and like I was saying, there were only... Two games that have ever done that to me. One mm-hmm. prior to that, and I almost say it's ruined video games for me. It's some in yeah. a little bit, and that was The Last of Us. I came out of The Last of Us like with a completely different perspective of who I was as a person. Yeah. Um. So it kind it had that same shock to me. Like I went to work. The next day after finishing it and after getting the ending. It puts you in a slump. Yes. Um, I was just I was just not happy. Yeah, and you weren't I was really like, there, no. stuck in your head. Yeah, I just kept fucking thinking about like how that ended and how its ending applied to things in my life and things mm-hmm. I had personally going on at the time. And it said safe to say it really fucked me up for i was gonna say it completely blindsided you then yes it did and it was uh like for some really cringe like what i thought was gonna be like a really cringy Mm -hmm. anime thing like it helped knowing or not knowing what Uh it was when i went into it Mm -hmm. and a part of it probably was some of the stuff I had going on in my life at the time, but yeah, a little projection. Yeah, it was there was a yeah, it was a lot of that, and like I said, it it changed the way I thought about myself. And I think when a game manages to invoke that kind of response from you, yeah, then it's almost not really just a game anymore it's right. there's more to it than that in my in my long spiel of all that of all that <laughs> whatever you want to but i mean um truly honestly uh how many times do you pick up a game and you just play it rather than uh actually have an experience mm-hmm. and when you do experience something what is that and is that something that you're getting from AAA games anymore is that what they're supposed to be selling you? Um, or are if they we're supposed if we're gonna, to essentially just give you content? If we're going to talk about like Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. which is the only AAA game that I even 
touched touched yeah. this this year. Um, a lot of that game came down to just the crazy amount of detail they put into everything. Horse cocks. Yeah. Yeah. Shrinking horse horse uh, penises. And like needing to brush off your horse, otherwise people would be like, ew, that's a dirty horse, and interact mm-hmm. with you differently. Yeah. Things like that. When I was playing um, Red Dead Redemption 2, I could tell they did take a lot of notes from The Witcher 3. Yeah. And that if you think that you can kind of do it, yeah. then you probably could. Yeah. Um, like, one of the things that I was, that I caught was, like, when you're hunting in Red Dead Redemption 2, you can actually, like, hit a button to call at the animal to get it to stop and look up, and if you ever hunt or in real life, that is something people do. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of, it was a lot of little things. The little interactions you get with people, mm-hmm. the way as your honor changes, yeah, um, people will interact with you differently and your character will act differently. And it overall affects the ending in which you would get the good, the bad, and the ugly endings that yep. that game brings. Yeah, and I have not beat it yet. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I got sidetracked with a TV show or something. Right. So I haven't went back to it yet, but it is on my on my short list of things to do things, things. to complete yeah mm-hmm. so uh as far as like gems in the rough for me i didn't really find that many but like i haven't really been i've been playing catch up all year mm-hmm. uh the last like couple years of my life really uh like tony i don't necessarily grab everything brand new right when it comes out and um you wait for other people to tell you if it's worth your time or not. Right, or at least let them tell me what they, what kind of experience they had. I have long since stopped reading reviews and things like that or paying attention to what uh, companies tell me I should feel or think about video games. Um, not really trying to be like controversial with that, but people will come out and say that games like Battlefield Five were fantastic because it's it's fucking EA, it's Battlefield. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be great, and therefore it is. Uh, God of War, for instance. I had played 20 minutes of God of War and was just like, you know, I don't know what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But, meh. Mm-hmm. You know, and have pretty much all but just given that game to Aaron, being like, here you go. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. And, uh, I mean, like, I played a lot of Overwatch this year. I've picked up a shitload of games every time that they're on sale. Um, not necessarily a gem in the rough, but out of Sega and the Yakuza team, we got Fist of the North Star, Lost Par- or Paradise Lost. I, I almost said Lost in Paradise. <laughs> Lost Paradise. Okay, yeah. Not to be I pretty much confused as a Yakuza game. It, yeah, I I bought the the skin that let's turns uh, Kentro into Kiryu. <laughs> <laughs> I got the uh, the black and gold one, the uh, Lost Paradise or Paradise Lost uh, skin. It's like super fucking anime. And every time Aaron watched me play, she'd be like, "Why is his head so small?" I'm like, "Well, that's how he was drawn in the '80s. <laughs> He's got a V-shaped body and a tiny head, and um, it is literally the perfect team and." perfect uh, product for what that set out to become. 
and I love it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Every time I see like a giant man made out of muscles, I'm like, oh, let me fucking fight him. Let me fucking fight him. Or like I'll see a whole bunch of raider cars out in the wastelands and I'll be like, I'm going to fucking crash into them because I want to take on 50 guys all at once. And you can, uh, at some point in the game, not too far in, but you, uh, you know, hit someone's pressure point and you can time it perfectly in that it will auto kill them. And they'll have a death cry. And it'll come out and be like, and like it'll fucking make like these like 3D comic like manga looking letters that you can then go fucking Deadpool and go pick them up and beat people to death with the death cry. And like it will just like turn them into giant blood bubbles. Mm -hmm. And it is so over the top and perfect. Did you do the death batting? Yes, I did. I actually just got to that. I, uh, I didn't. I've only done the beginner section. I've only done the beginner section, but I have gotten S rank. And uh, there's that. It's perfect. There's so much to do in it. Um, the fighting, I never get enough fighting. Yeah. In that game, I am always. Did you get the I trophy for letting Toki have a coughing fit? Oh. Probably not. No, I didn't realize. Like, I need to go back to Cassandra. There's like, <laughs> there's, no, I think you can only get it during that first fight with him because he never has coughing fits again. Huh. He didn't have a coughing fit for me. Probably because you just kept mashing... I probably just kept fucking fucking him up. Yeah, you see that video that I uploaded where I like... A little bit. Yeah, like I just like uh, did a massive fucking combo on him and like bounced him off a wall and then like hit his pressure point as he was landing down and then did a fucking 100 fist rush and like perfected it and oh man. Mm, I love that fucking game. Yeah, like so fucking. Start much. having a coughing, and like when I was playing, I was like, "Nah, I'll let, let him cough." It's Toki; he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And then like you get a get a trophy. It's just like Toki, do you need a moment? <laughs> <laughs> Toki Ben Token. No, he just has really bad cancer. Yeah, like wasteland <laughs> cancer. Yeah. Well, like he was there, like in like Fallout. Yeah, and he's just, like, you I'm gonna go through this cancer area and save you and and Yuria. Where is Yuria? Um, but yeah, that's really my, my I guess, quote-unquote, gem in the rough. It's not a AAA title, and it went, you know, somewhat under the radar, but uh, the people Jaggy, that were paying attention... When you find Jaggy, he's uh-huh. voiced by the same... Oh, Jagre? No, Jaggy. Oh, Jaggy, okay. Like, Kendra's I was like brother, quote. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's voiced by the same... The Japanese actors, the same uh, voice actor as Majima. <laughs> so it's... It just sounds like Majima. When you said Jaggy, I was thinking like Jaggy's in Monster Hunter. J-A-G-I. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Fist of the North Star character. You fake fan, you. Right. <laughs> oh. Called the fuck out. Live on, live on stream. Allow me to go burn my Omewamo Shinderu shirt, <laughs> um, which I totally actually do have. Uh, so as far as like other things, uh, gaming goes this year, have you guys had any like great finds? Things that you weren't necessarily uh, looking for, I've been but aware you were happy for to a while, find? But I finally actually went and played their games. Uh, Puppet Combo. What the fuck is Puppet Combo? They're like, they make horror games. They're very much inspired by like, 80s slasher movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they have... And, like, PS1 aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, they made games such as uh, Power Drill Massacre. Uh-huh. Um, Blood... Uh, Buzzsaw Blood House. 
which what is like fuck? it's pretty fucked up the whole it's like a 90s chat room but yeah. it's like live streaming uh schoolgirls getting executed and you play as the schoolgirls and you have to try and get out of like the trap what house what the fuck and like there's walls that just have porn who made this like porn plastered on it like insertion porn just like gifs looping what it's, the fuck it's fucking dope <laughs> what the where did you find this Oh, <laughs> what deep trenches of the internet have you been to? No, normal places. Normal places. Um, it's like stay out of the house. It's just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre focused, right? Um, there's like Planet of Bloodthirsty Santa. <laughs> it's pretty cool, and it, it was on the. It was like a demo disc, quote unquote, that I bought. Yeah. Um. It doesn't have one. It's called Nun Massacre, where you go to like a, a nunnery. <laughs> I feel like the, like they literally just like bought a whole bargain bin of like scary movies, and they're like, let's make these into games. Pretty much. But like they did a good job. It really nails the aesthetic. I, I want to show you, um, Power Drill Massacre. Awful things. Yeah. Because like the opening just so perfect. Right. You can like set it to like fixed Resident Evil style cameras. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like the beginning of the game, just like. You get in a car crash, you play as, like, a girl who's modeled to look like Molly Ringwald. <laughs> nice. And, um, you're walking, trying to look for help. Yeah. And then you're just walking, all of a sudden, like, the title screen comes on, and it's just, like, the music is perfect. Yeah. And, like, the font, the just, like, the year as well, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's very, like, well done. Like, they have the aesthetic, like, down, like, to a T. Nice. I guess, um... Great finds. This was this I actually found because of you, but um, Dragon's Crown Pro. Yeah, that was super great, especially if you're into like dungeon crawlers and side uh, side scrolling um, uh, beat 'em ups. And big muscly girls and giant titty girls. Dude, fuck yeah, uh, the big muscly girls especially. That Amazon class butt, is super fucking slam. great. Yeah, the butt slam is like that's how I want to go. That's how I fucking <laughs> killed everything, it's including that Minotaur. Yeah. It was that game is so fun, and that's just it. Is that uh, I have had more fun. Oh, you know what? I do know a fucking gem in the rough besides uh, Fist and North Star. Possessed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking crawl. Oh yeah. Oh. Crawl. Yeah. Crawl's fun. Crawl is a fucking dope ass game. Get three other friends together. Make sure you all have controllers, and then you guys uh, select an old god to uh, worship, and the whole aesthetic of that fucking game is so the fucking great. The only thing I had against that game is that there was only one boss, it seemed, that at least we saw when we did finally beat the game. Oh, yeah? It was that one boss, and I did not see any... Oh no! There's a fuckload. There's a fuckload. Yeah, there's a there's a straight up Cthulhu boss. Like mm-hmm. that was the first one that I had actually run into. He's like a giant green beast. Um, then there was also uh, a fucking three headed dragon. That was the only one I saw, and okay. we played twice, and we got him twice. Then so I uh, just assumed that that was it. There was a different time that I had played with just uh, two other people, and the last boss was a uh, dude wearing this like fucking massive uh, headdress and mask. And he fucking slices his heart out of his chest, 
shoves, shoves it in like this weird like Mayan god looking statue. And then all the players control different limbs to this giant statue that's all the way through the map. And they had like shoot fucking laser lines, fireballs, stomping with hands and fucking feet and coughing up like giant mortar strikes. Dude, that game is super fucking rad. And uh, it really uses the, uh, the speaker and the controller mm-hmm. to like a really great effect. It is so fun. Like if you like uh, competitive party style games... And there's so many unlocks to do. There's, like, fucking... I think there's, like, 16... 12 to 16 different, like, quote-unquote gods to worship that all come with their own creatures that you can then evolve, like, fucking Pokemon, Mm -hmm. and then become more and more awful for your uh, friends to then fight. If you know nothing about Crawl, I seriously go look at it right now. I think it was, like, 12 bucks. PlayStation, and I believe on PC as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is on PC. Okay, and then um, I believe. And I think that was was that a fucking Adult Swim game? I don't think I th- so. I think so. I think it was. I think that was honestly uh, produced by Adult Swim Games. Um, otherwise, I had also picked up Mother Gunship, and I haven't played that a lot, but it seems pretty fun. Um, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is another really great co-op game. I went on a huge co-op kick. Okay. So I just pulled it up. Mm-hmm. Um, crawl on Steam right now. Might be because they're yeah, it's fifty percent off. Normally fourteen ninety nine, seven forty nine right now. Fucking steal. And it was done by Powerhoof, which oh, is an yeah, indie yeah. developer. Yeah, I must have gotten a different game recently that was Adult Swim. Uh, grabbed um Fury and Icy. Fury's mm-hmm. better than Icy. For sure, uh, lots of lots of different games that are that are pretty good. Fury was a uh, roguelike. Not enough roguelike games coming out that aren't Dark Souls. <laughs> um, just, yeah, that, so I guess yeah, that was that was kind of my gem in the rough. I've I've been watching YouTube a lot, and they on the ads they'll put up the trailers for the game called Ashen. I have seen something for Ashen. I know what the fuck. It looks like a Dark Souls specifically, mm-hmm. uh, since it's called Ashen. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls Three ripoff. <laughs> oh yeah. Just yeah. the way the character moves, it just looks like. I don't know, man. I see like Souls like games. I just get so weary. Yeah, like oh. Like I'm sure it's God. fine. It, I'm sure it's fun. So yeah, on like the subject of like games of 2018. My issue with that whole thing is, is right. I didn't really play any games from 2018. Right. I was going through my back catalog this whole year because I realized I have a major problem in buying stuff on Steam and then mm-hmm. not actually playing it. Right. Um, so I started like going back and I just took a stab at The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. I started playing Ocarina of Time again. Um, and... Yeah, so the only game I think from 2018 that I actually got was Red Dead Redemption 2. And I wasn't even the one to buy it. My roommate bought it and it just used my PlayStation, so I played it. <laughs> and just like a quick correction as far as Adult Swim games, I know why I was thinking that. There's been a game that I've been wanting to pick up that's a 16-bit, roguelike, very Dark Souls-influenced uh, side-scrolling like Castlevania Dark Souls kind of looking game called Death Gambit. Death Gambit yeah. And that game looks fucking dope. 
I, I've been wanting to grab it, but I haven't been able to like really say, yeah, I'm going to spend $16 on this when I've got all this other shit that I should be getting into. When I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, $60 for the Ultimate Edition, so I actually get the remaster of Assassin's Creed 3, which I really fucking loved when that comes out in March, and then um, Liberation, which was the PS Vita game that came out around the same time as 3. Those are coming out next year, so I get those for free, and I got a whole bunch of fun, cool, freebie shit. I think I got Liberation as, like, a PS Plus thing. Oh, yeah. On PS4. <laughs> um, game I like to mention. Uh, it came out, it started on Early Access in 2017, but mm-hmm. I played a lot this year, or uh, 2018. Uh, Quake Champions. Yeah, dude. That game is fucking fun looking. I didn't give it to play you watched me do some cool stuff i watched you do some pretty cool shit and like you can play as so many different characters you can play as bj and when he gets like low health he does like a really fun scream where he's like ah <laughs> and doom guy and doom guy's in it you can berserk doom guy yeah i like playing i like playing the quake uh, ranger though yeah with his fucked up eye yeah, and his fucking and football player. Place. Yeah, and his like fucking football player armor. <laughs> and he'll say stuff like, uh, I don't know. He says a lot of like edgelord stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's not like edgelord. He's like kicking a guy when he's down. That's pretty low. <laughs> That's pretty low. So all that. Um, what are you guys' favorite games of the year? Uh, the whole year. For me, it's a mix between Kiwami 2, Yakuza Kiwami 2, mm-hmm. and Monster Hunter World. Yeah, a part of me really wants to go back to Monster Hunter World. Uh, just as my favorite game, I don't want to go back and play it right now. I played the fuck out of that. I have friends that played like double what I did, and I have no idea how they did it, and you and I go way the fuck back when it comes to Monster Hunter. And um, we played a lot of World, and we conquered the shit out of it, but... Um, some of those other quite like they just get redundant, mm-hmm. you know, and like it just goes on forever. Yeah. <sighs> so like as much as I wish, I feel like at the beginning of the year in January 2018, that version of me would love to be able to say a year later the Monster Hunter World was my favorite game of the year. Yeah. But I can't. I Man, I played it like three months straight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were I was like on it every day we we made a fucking facebook group for all of our friends so we could be like hey who wants to do this i need help with this can i get this who's got this fucking shit and so like i would come in and fuck up shit with daggers and bows if we needed someone like they could really hammer it home with some bows we never got to be lance bros we never got to be lance bros and i fucking picked up that golden lance when they uh what was that the colva colva teroth that was we did that just us it was like the there was the fucking, have a fucking Final Fantasy fifteen <laughs> behemoth. I fought that. I beat it once. And then um, they start putting out arch tempered monsters. Yeah, and why? Why? But yeah, I'll I'll definitely pick it back up when Iceborne comes out. What's Iceborne? It's like the basically the G rank, and there's like a new world. Oh, okay, yeah. And I sure. think Geralt's gonna be there. <laughs> dude, Geralt. Geralt Geralt's is the new Dante, dude. <laughs> now featuring Geralt from the Witcher series. And I fucking hope he comes out half naked. I hope he's in Devil May Cry 5. I fucking hope so. Don't, like, Devil <laughs> May Cry 5 featuring, <laughs> featuring Geralt from the Witcher series. And then he like, meets up with Dante and he's like, who's this guy? I like your hair, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yours isn't so bad yourself. I fucking... Uh, 
And then he like Man. he teaches Dante what sex is. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dante's a pure of heart. You, Dante's never. He doesn't know what it is. There's a joke in four when I beat it with a Trishan lady, mm-hmm. where like they're watching Nero make out with his girlfriend, and then like Lady and Trish are like watching, and then Dante's like, "Oh, good for him," you know? Right. And then like Trish is like, "Well, at least somebody knows how to get the girl," and then like everybody walks away, and then Dante's just like. Oh. Oh, Tyler's vaping in the other room. No, I'm actually trying to figure out what fucking game I like the most this year. <laughs> oh. Okay. I was. <laughs> I really don't know. I was like, man, I have a lot of games. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. But yeah, man, my. None of these, give me one second. I, because like none of these, none of these stick out to me. You didn't play anything. Dude, I played a lot of shit. I just didn't complete anything. <laughs> you didn't play anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking did. Shut up. You bitch. I actually didn't play anything. It was it was all freaking like old games and Red Dead Redemption a little bit, and then just trying to watch a few different TV series. I did My Hero. That was pretty dope. Yeah. So. And I didn't even complete that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like, you need to I get was, on that. I was fucking like three seasons ahead of you, and I'm like not done with that third season. See, I tend to do that to people because I just binge watch TV because I mm-hmm. have no life. Right. So, um, welcome to the show. Right. You uh, you were suggesting that my buddy Brett was suggesting that to me, yeah. and I think I beat both of you to yeah, the finish. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's anybody in my life. I'm like, hey, you should check this out. It's pretty cool. And they're like, wow, that was really cool. I fucking finished it. I'm like, oh, I'm like way behind still. Like, I was just looking at my whole fucking game collection. Like, I didn't pull up, like, my, my digital collection is much more than my physical, because I fucking hate swapping discs because I'm a lazy fuck. But... There was so much that came out this year, so much that I picked up, like the Dot Hack GU. Uh, I like, did pick that up. Yeah. Haven't started it. But yeah, I did and pick it's it up. super great. It's it's one of my favorite series from when I was younger, and I still haven't beat it. <laughs> but I am on the third game. Like, I'm on the third game on that disc, and haven't beat it yet. I, d- dude, I don't, I don't fucking know. <sighs> Maybe if I actually sat down and beat something. I've. I like I'll eat three quarters of a cake. I'll be like, no, nah, that was enough. They're mm-hmm. like, why don't you just eat the last quarter? You already ate three quarters of it. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. Nah, it's fine. Well, I'll have that cake though. <laughs> I'll have that cake though. I like shiny things. I like new things. So like, I don't know if I really have a favorite. I enjoyed most of what I played this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami Two um, had a lot of like very consistently awesome uh, sub stories. Like there's one where like this photographer is like, yo, I want to like take pictures of you. And Kira's like, this sounds like something that's gonna be not up my alley. He's like, no, I'll do it though. I'm like, yeah, okay, because that's what Kiryu does. He's like, right. yeah, I guess I'll get involved in this dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he's like, like, all right, take your shirt off. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, take your shirt off, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then like you start like flexing for him, and like he's like, all right. Now pretend you're like a maid. He's like, I love you, master. Mwah. Like, so what Kiryu says, and he d- makes a heart with his hand, and then like the heart like materializes, and it's like yeah. a glowing gold heart. It's really good. And then like the dude's like, the dude's out in his like Speedo underwear taking pictures of you, obviously. So he's like Mr. Libido. Yeah, and he's just like, it's like more like, it's not like a diaper. 
It's not a sperm oh, diaper. Yeah. It's like a oh a fundoshi. It, no, it's like a straight up like man mankini. Right. It's to make it sound manly. And he's just like crawling on the ground, like taking pictures of you. It's really good. And then there's the uh, there's the real estate wrestlers. What the fuck? Yeah, man. <laughs> They're like actual New Japan pro wrestling. I think. I think. New oh Japan. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, there's like a mini game where you go out drinking with everybody, mm-hmm. and it's really good. I guess like I'd kind of have to say that um, perhaps I had the most enjoyment playing. Yeah, I mean, like I only got to play Yakuza Zero this year. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like I had more fun playing Yakuza Zero than I did playing Monster Hunter. Yeah. So I'd have to say that like my favorite experience gaming this year was probably the Yakuza series, and because of Kiwami and Kiwami Two coming out, uh, having came out six came out this year, man. Yeah, and six came or out this 2018. year. Twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah, twenty eighteen. April. I, fuck. Yeah, if I can remember to just go ahead and turn that eight into a nine. Yeah, and again, I I, uh, I I would count Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise as uh, a Yakuza game. Yeah, like that team. Like I hadn't finished Yakuza six. I was playing so much Kiwami Two. I was like, I'm just gonna buy six. Yeah. Like when I finish this, I want to get right right into another one. Yeah, I mean, if you want to know anything about the Yakuza series, we have covered that on a previous episode, and I can't tell people more to just fucking go buy Zero, go buy Kiwami, go buy Two, fucking play all of them. I mean, that right there is close to like 220 hours of gaming like, I right know, there. Like I, just, I felt really good. Like the brawling is just so much better, like on the random brawls on the street. Yeah. Like some chumps just come up to you and like I, I threw a guy into a, a convenience store. Like in like the throw is like so much cooler in like two than mm-hmm. what it was in like zero or yeah. Kiwami. Yeah, like you like knee him and then you like spin him around. Yeah. Know, which is like it gets people to fuck off you and then you just like pick the direction you want to throw him. And you throw him like twenty feet. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> while wearing a fucking white suit. Yeah, and, like, snakeskin shoes. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, I threw him into the convenience store, and then, like, one of his bros came in, and then there's a heat move uh-huh. where you throw him over the counter, and his head goes into the microwave, and you tell the cashier to heat this junk up, <laughs> and then he turns the <laughs> microwave on and just, like, nukes the guy. <laughs> so, like, easily, the Yakuza series gets exponentially better from zero to Kiwami one to Kiwami two. I would say so. Kiwami one is like if I feel like Kiwami one is a lot more difficult than zero. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty big hike that you're gonna have to take. And then like Kiwami one I feel like is a good balance. Mm-hmm. Like it's difficult. Or Kiwami two rather. Yeah, Kiwami yeah, Kiwami two is my bad. It's like a good balance. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried uh the harder difficulties yet, but worth it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, my, uh, I guess I really don't have, uh, a good, like a favorite game of the year. Yeah, because I, I really feel that this year I just didn't play a lot of new games. I started Red Dead, haven't finished it, so I really can't weigh in Mm -hmm. on what I think about it. I think that it's really cool that it's realistic and stuff. And you're having fun. And I am having fun. I started... I tackled, I re-picked up The Witcher 3, which mm-hmm. I haven't played. I, that game continually surprises me mm-hmm. as I play it, just with all the little things you can do yeah. in the world, and how, like, like I fought this fucking dude mm-hmm. in some town, and at the end, uh, during one of the fights, the guy goes, hey, please take a fall, 
mm-hmm. because I need the money. My family's going to starve. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> However, I thought, well, now I kind of feel bad. Because his and family's going to starve. And I like, walked up to him. And I pro- hit the button to actually talk to the random dude. Uh-huh. And I pulled up a whole cut scene where I gave him money. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to take a fall, but don't let your family starve. And I was like, what like the did, how did the developers... You didn't have to do that. Yeah. How yeah. did the developers, like, even think to do that? And it's almost like they actually look at the games they're playing and ask themselves, like, well, what does the player want to do? Yeah. And when, what would you want to do in the scenario? Mm-hmm. Don't just streamline it. Yeah. Don't just fucking finish a game as soon as possible, press it, and sell it. I like, mm-hmm. uh, I think my favorite shit in uh, Witcher 3 was, like, to do the Witcher missions, and mm-hmm. then, like, never, uh, never budge on the payment. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy's like, hey, my homestead's, like, gone. I can't grow crops. I was like, I need the money now. I killed your fucking monster. <laughs> This was part of the agreement. <laughs> yeah, you can't, like, witches don't do work for free. Yeah, I was like, give me the fucking money. Yeah. So, I yeah. always went around, like, I think there was one where I was Robin like, Hood. I think there was one where it actually pays off. It's like, hey, like, I can't pay you what we agreed on at first, but if you come back in, like, a week, I will have, like, twice the amount. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I will be back in a week. <laughs> exactly one week to the minute. <laughs> yes. And you come back on fucking Roach, like, if that motherfucker doesn't happen, <laughs> steal it for humans, motherfucker! Yeah, Dracula, where's my money, you goddamn nerd? <laughs> Boo! So, yeah, uh, that, that's just it, though, is that's kind of what I want to go into in talking about game companies like CD Projekt Red, and then on the flip side, uh, 2018 actually saw several uh, game companies go under this mm-hmm. year. CD Projekt Red is nowhere near that, and Honestly, my philosophy on that is covered in our CD Projekt Red episode, but these guys pay attention to what the gamers want because they are gamers. And they live in a society. And they live in a society. And they too must rise up. Right. But they're not like a conglomerate. You know, like they're not just buying up other studios in order to turn them into puppy mills until they just can't pump anything else out mm-hmm. and then die. Yeah. Um, Witcher 3 had many many pushbacks in their date and yet that game's almost four years old and that game's almost four years old and uh you know every time that they had announced that on twitter on facebook on any social media platform there was so fucking rare that any of their fans were like oh i'm so mad and then like 37 other people be like dude shut the fuck up like you're gonna get a really good game Mm -hmm. just wait like if there's a problem let them iron it out like, if you want to go and play a game that's not fucking finished, like, there's a lot of games like that. Sadly, sadly, like, I'm playing Darksiders 3. You mm-hmm. saw that. Yeah. There is so much uh, fucking uh, frame tearing. Mm-hmm. And just, like, there was uh, different sound breaks and stuff like that. And, like, sound breaks that were so bad that it actually, like, bogged down the frame rate while I'm in a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Like, the game broke. And, like, I had to, like, spam dodge because, like, <laughs> because I was about to get hit by the fucking uh, Deadly Sin of Wrath. And that's out of THQ Nordic, and that really breaks my heart that uh, seeing that. And then um, looking at, uh, they had, like, a super crazy $300 edition of this fucking game. And it comes with a statue of the demon merchant Vulgrim. Then you've got Fury. Then uh, War and Death. And they're all 10-inch full statues on bases. 
However, uh, Fury's statue is not super sturdy. And, like, every other review is talking about how her whip broke or she doesn't she barely actually fits on her statue it doesn't sit correctly mm-hmm. how she's supposed to and people were like i spent like 35 minutes trying to balance it right to get it on my shelf and i'm never going to touch it again um things like that there was so much intense crazy shit about that and then you know you release a game like that however i love the dark series and it's fine if you like the dark series you're gonna like the game However, when you're a company like Bethesda, and guess what we're going to talk about when you release a game like Fallout 76, and we look at uh, the additions of that game that came out, I believe we were actually talking about this, um, it might have been you, Tony, but um, it was the other night, people were talking about getting the uh, crazy super special edition of Fallout 76. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what did you... Yes. Tell me about the Power Armor edition of Fallout 76. I myself actually picked up this game release day for Erin because she's from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And this, of course, takes place in West Virginia. And she played 20 minutes of it, aside from the character creation. And she, like all of us, have played every Fallout game that's come out, uh, you know, the, as far as like three and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, I played all of them. Yeah, Brent has played all of them, of course, <laughs> because he's them. he's a cool guy. I'm a cool guy. But uh, man, like that is not a game I would want to play. Yeah. At all. And like, just backing up a little bit with the whole Darksiders three, uh, Darksiders three statue issue that you were telling about. Yeah. Like Bethesda had one of those too, mm-hmm. with that the canvas bag controversy. Yeah. In that. They you paid a crap ton. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it's two uh, two hundred dollars for the special power armor edition. What does of, that all come with? It looks like a helmet. The power armor T forty five. Yeah, it was uh, a cool looking box. Like this is what. Oh, it's a T fifty one B. Sorry, yeah. not the T forty five. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's like be the T fifty one. A reclamation day book and some little figures and stuff, and everyone was. Like, and a map of West Virginia. And this, what was supposed to be, I think, a canvas bag. Like right. Like a really nice, rugged bag. Right. And Is that it like was, a messenger style there? It's like that. Like a, it's, like a du- it's like a military duffel. Yeah, like, like a military duffel, military, duffel military duffel bag. Okay. And it was supposed to be made out of like a canvas, like a really sturdy... Like this is um, a bag that's going to last you a few years. Yeah, like this is something you could actually use. And when they shipped it... It was like garbage bag. It was. It was, it was like one of those pull string bags that you get from... <laughs> like the Foot Locker when you buy a new pair of shoes and they're like, you got a free backpack. Yeah, like like that really, really crappy... Nylon um, that's nylon It's going to fall apart by sitting there. Yes. And that was kind of the big controversy. I seem like every day I'd see like something like... Bethesda fucks up again, colon. Yeah. Uh, there's a glitch that lets you, it doesn't let you delete the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the beta. You could yeah. delete the beta. Like, oh, what? Now, yeah, like, I'm oh, like, oops, we accidentally leaked all of our players' information. Yep. Oh my god. Here's right. some free V-Bucks or whatever. For yeah. <laughs> if you bring this certificate of authenticity to Mr. Tom Howard, he will suck your dick. Yeah. And then give you an early access copy of like, Elder Scrolls 6 that would give you brain cancer. God. <laughs> now, as you crunch his head. <laughs> and then he says, fuck. 
fuck yeah per- perfect precious uh milk toast tom todd howard says fuck at yeah. e3 that was my highlight of e3 <laughs> god freaking bethesda has just been a perpetual state of controversy and just like for the trying most part. to screw their customers and stuff like and it all started when they tried to make everyone pay for mods on pc yep and that was that was so ridiculous. Their, what would they? What did they call that? Just a mod workshop? Uh, they called it the Creation Club. Oh yeah, Creation or Club or something like that. Yes. And it had so much. It had so much backlash that I believe the Steam community as a whole went back and changed all of their reviews on Skyrim and got it to a mostly negative uh, standing. And I think it was right after that that uh, Valve actually put in the overall ranking and then uh, the most recent ranking on oh, things yeah, yeah. i think i could be wrong on that but it was around got a lot of angry phone calls that day yeah but the thing is is that um maybe try not to be like that yeah, maybe try not to they be don't that. mislead or straight up lie to you out of all the yeah. games to make you pay for mods mm-hmm. bethesda was not one of them a because the only reason skyrim has lasted this month is because of mods we're talking about a game that came out eight fucking years ago and, was and has released as hell and has released just as many times. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely fucking batshit. And we are literally on the eve now, somehow, of Elder Scrolls 6. We had a fucking five, maybe six second uh, promo trailer of Elder Scrolls 6 so that everyone would shut the fuck up. Yeah, that was that was all it was. Is it was a fucking landscape. Yeah, and now, um, like I just saw an article today where there's some uh, analysts in the community, in like the game industry community, that are saying, you know, we're probably going to see Elder Scrolls Six way sooner because they're not going to be making money on seventy six. They're already losing money on seventy six. So that would mean they just force it out. That yeah, exactly. So we could be seeing the death of Bethesda. We could be seeing the sunset on Bethesda because with 76, like you're about that. uh, We could be seeing, I mean, like as far as this series, like of uh, Elder Scrolls, didn't they say they're using like basically the Fallout 4 engine? Yeah, I find that worrying. That's yeah. incredibly worrying because I had massive issues with the that. The Fallout 4 engine is just like a shinier 3. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's well, I, I do believe they use Skyrim the engine. same. Yeah, it's they're all the you Skyrim. You could use engines. the Skyrim engine. It, they just they for update and mod whatever you're calling the next Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and see, okay, what I'm saying with that is that limited edition two hundred dollar whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That's still available, except there's one big thing. It's you about fifty percent off. Yeah, you guys gotta come. I and did play all the Oblivion porn mods. Fuck. I did read. <laughs> That they did finally say that they're going to rectify it and they will mail everyone who bought the collector's edition in actual canvas. How bag. are they going to fucking... But I'm reading, like, just briefly looking while we were talking about it, that they're looking at five or six months before. Oh, yeah. Because they have to get them fucking made first because <laughs> they never had any plans to do that in the yeah. first place. Empty Promises... Uh, People don't forget that, especially when we're talking about, like, pretty much, okay, from every spectrum of your standing, Mm -hmm. as far as how well you do financially, 
every house pretty much has one game system in it, or at least one person who plays games. Mm -hmm. So in there, you have a consumer at least, you know, in almost every house. People don't forget that shit, especially when you don't have that much money. If you love the Fallout series, and you had to save up for six months so that you would be able to have enough money to throw away at Fallout 76 and their fucking Power Armor Edition, mm -hmm. and then you got that. Yeah, I, would I mean, be. for one thing, you'd be like, at least I have this bag that I can fashion into a new pair of pants. <laughs> but, like, I gotta maybe stop giving money to these big dick editions of games. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's kind of where I am with a lot of the AAA mm -hmm. developers. Mass Effect Andromeda is a big one for me. I I do I'm not think that I will ever year. give that money. came out last year, and that killed uh, fucking uh, Montreal. That killed uh, Bioware. Bioware Montreal. We now have, uh, or not Montreal, maybe it was Edmonton. I can't quite remember, but now we literally just have, like, UK Bioware. The only one that really matters to me, because they put out Dragon Age, mm -hmm. and I'm getting a new Dragon Age next, uh, like, this year, 2020. So that's all I fucking care about from them, and those guys don't make empty promises. Andromeda did this thing, kind of like this, where they had about, like, umpteen different editions that you could buy of Andromeda, in which you would get an RC version of like uh, their all terrain vehicle mm -hmm. and you could drive it around or you get one that was just like a little fucking like it didn't have the remote control in it you could just fucking you know like play with it like a toy car yeah, little, yeah but I mean it's like fucking still big mm -hmm. and then like come with like maybe a poster art book whatever the fuck but what it comes down to is that it was such an awful game that no one wanted any of the merchandise that came with it <laughs> so you kind of have both sides. Either you have a special edition that's not worth it because you have shit merchandise that comes with it, mm -hmm. or you have a fucking shit game and now no one wants your merchandise. You turn into E.T. for the Atari. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of boiling down to now. A lot of the AAA games are puppy milling it. They're yes. just printing as many games as they can. We started to see this, I think it started to really happen after like Call of Duty way back in the day yes. started... Where they was like they were putting out one every year. Yes. you would have your. They did that originally for Tomb Raider. Yeah, yep. it was like a Tomb Raider every year until Angel of Darkness came out. And <laughs> all those games are bad, like Tomb of Osiris or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and it just it, <laughs> really not good looking. They look like they were made from like poser models. A lot of it a lot bad. of <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of companies now are just trying to make as much money off these names. These big name things like your Mass Effect Andromeda, like yeah. Battlefield. We haven't really talked about the the year of Battle Royale. Oh, Yo, fucking dude! Yeah, that's another thing. Is aside from just trying to pump out a game every year and being a puppy mill, everyone is now hopping on different gimmick trains. This is something that Epic is kind of being the engineer for, and Epic is kind of a fucking shit house to me, honestly. Um, it's yeah. weird because like. They just took PUBG. Like, hey, that's doing good. Yeah. Yeah, and like... And then they just put that in their game that had nothing to do with Battle Royale. It was a fucking base build And then they're defense. like, hey, what if we just did this instead? And somehow it really worked out for They're like, they just added a, a new game mode. Yeah. And they were like, this game mode is free. Yeah. You and can play was, this for free. And there was a lot of controversy but with that, boxes. too. Because from the story I had read... Loot box the game. Yep. <laughs> That's all it is. PUBG, A, PUBG costs money. Yeah. PUBG was also made with 
it's Unreal. That what the engine Epic owns. Yeah, Unreal. Yeah, Unreal. It was made with Unreal. I thought it was with um, like the the Arma engine. See, I thought it was Arma as well. So, pl- I guess Are we the, about to get schooled. Yeah, I guess player unknown from PUBG mm-hmm. did um, H1Z1's King of the Kill. I oh, yeah, I, yeah. I believe this and is what H1Z1 I was told. H1Z1 is Arma. Yes, that's Arma two, correct? Arma. Th- yeah, no, Arma, two, Arma, Arma 3. 3. Yeah, I think it was Arma 3's engine. And then he got sick of that and went and made his own game with Unreal. And oh. made... Um, Surprised he didn't get fucking sued for one reason or another. But yeah, he, he made his own... Well, well King of the Kill, people. I think King of the Kill was, yeah. was like a oh, mod yeah, wait a minute. for H1Z1. Yeah. So then Player Unknown, it's Battlegrounds was made, yeah. and you get... Obviously, PUBG, and from the controversy I've heard, they sent their like test builds and stuff to mm-hmm. the Unreal support to like help them tweak their game, yeah, and to like share profits with them because that's how Unreal Engine works. Mm-hmm. And somebody at Unreal saw that, mm-hmm. and then um, decided to do that with. Fortnite, yeah, and because nobody had heard of Fortnite before they did. It wasn't making a splash by any means. It was very cartoony. It was a base builder. It wasn't doing anything new, but it also wasn't bad. I mean, Brent and I are fucking guilty of buying their Founders Pack, the $70 (laughs) version of the game when it originally came out, because it's a fun game to play with friends. But, you know, we quickly found out that this is literally loot box the game, and it makes you collect cards and multiple versions of those cards like uh, like a fucking cell phone game, dude. Yeah. It's a straight up, like, it's a fucking money pit. The year of 2018 was really... Slide the, your credit card to play this game. It was the loot box year. Mm-hmm. And it was it got so bad to the point where... And speaking of... Uh, well, I'm sorry. Where they're talking about uh-huh. regulating it like gambling. Yes. That is a big thing. There was some... Uh, one of the governor of like hawaii was like yeah have you seen what battlefield 5 is doing these loot boxes are ridiculous or it was battlefront 2 oh yeah yeah and they were like yeah 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 they're like this is this is ridiculous they shouldn't who was it there was a there was a a fairly uh prominent youtuber that i had oh no 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 i saw it on a a gaming page on facebook they talked about some youtuber that yeah like fucking like dunked on into like oblivion for like just promoting gambling websites or something and it was like banned from like well yeah there was that, like that but uh they were talking about battlefront 2 you had to spend so much like if you spent x amount of dollars that is like the estimated amount it was something seriously stupid like around like two oh what the fuck was it, it was like seventeen thousand dollars and you would have everything in the game because of like the the gambling ratios until you would finally stop getting copies this is how much money you would have to sink into the game in order to get all the parts all the fucking everything and it is kind of like gambling because when you add loot boxes in there to give you uh, loot that would give you an, a leg up on the competition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like that was, that was a big like scare too yeah. for the whole uh, community. Like, yeah, um, because there was a lot of games that did loot boxes, and some of them 
even though I'm not a huge fan of them, did them semi well, like Overwatch. Aesthetics, dude. Yeah, it was aesthetics. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your actual, uh, like your leg up. Like mm-hmm. I said, it doesn't give you any sort of edge. It is all aesthetics. Yeah. So if you're gonna spend money on it, it's because like you want to look different. You yeah. want to have a different voice line. And they yeah, also, exactly. I think they kind of changed it up, but yeah. They and also, I have no problem with that because it's kind of fun. And mm-hmm. when you get something cool, you're like, actually, I think I might want to check out that character. So it actually adds to the playability. And not only that, but you don't have to buy loot crates at all in, um, or loot boxes at all in Overwatch. Overwatch. You can get three free ones a week by winning games. uh, You get one every level. You get one every level. They used to do uh, free loot, like you used to get one loot box after your first win of the day. Mm -hmm. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. You just get your fucking first win of the day bonus EXP. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Epic, uh, accompanied by a former Epic employee... Yes, copying Yeah, the battle royale formula, and that uh, kind of just fizzled yeah, out. He tried to hop on that Overwatch train with Paladins, Battleborn, and fucking. That wasn't him. Oh, that was. I'm talking about uh, Lawbreakers. Yeah, Lawbreakers. There you go. Yeah, from uh, oh, Boss right. yeah. Studios. Who are you talking about? No, I, I thought you were saying he did Lawbreakers. No, no uh, he did uh, Battleborn. I was like, no, ooh, no, no, no. Make factual errors on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lawbreakers like had like virtually no player base to begin with. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I think it peaked at something like uh, what was that like eight thousand? Really yeah, like eight thousand or ten thousand, um, and that was like within I think two or three days after release and then it just like very quickly went down and then by the time it shut down in September they tried doing like a what was it called even what do you mean the battle royale game that they tried making Oh no! You know what? Let it remain. Let it remain in shadows. Just let it die. Oh man! Speaking of yeah, let it die. (laughs) Fucking loot box game again. (laughs) But yeah, so I guess uh, what uh, what are you looking forward to in 2019? For oh a shitload, man! Mm -hmm. I can name a few. Yeah, like as long as um. We don't have any controversies like this. Like, um, Red Dead Redemption 2... Uh, that final two weeks before that game released, all those people came out saying, like, hey, I was working 100-hour weeks and I got no bonus, but the two dudes above me, the guys running the show, whipping, uh, cracking the whip, those guys ran away with a fuckload of money. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like, you know, someone's like, yeah, I couldn't handle the grueling workload and I put in X amount of hours and I did all this fucking work and I'm not in the credits. You won't see me. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. Yeah, there's, there's, that's been a staple of the gaming industry um, for a while now. Oh, yeah. The, the publishers push the developers way too hard yeah. and to make deadlines and to release a game every year. And yeah. it just. From what I've heard, like, growing up, like, all through middle school, like, every other semi-nerdy middle schooler, I wanted to be a game developer. Yeah. And as I got closer and closer to, like, ending high school and being, like, reading and actually finding out, I did not want to be a part of that. At all. Yeah. Nope. It just got very, very fucking bad. So, I mean, like... What I really want out of 2019 is I want the games that I want coming out 
to not have these dark, awful things come out about them. Mm-hmm. I mean that in that I don't want those things to like happen. I don't want yeah. that to be a part of their actual development. Like when uh, Resident Evil 2 drops, which is probably currently my most anticipated title of 2019. That's less than a month away. Yeah, dude. Oh my fucking God. It's already paid off. I literally just have to walk and be like, thank you, and then run home and fucking download it immediately. And, uh, like, if I find out that people are like, I slept under my desk and shit in a trash can and fucking had to literally eat two-day-old bread that I would hide around my desk. You know, it's just... Um, patch up my eye. <laughs> patch up my eye. Oh, my could, God. Yeah, it's... I don't want to hear that, Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we, in January, we got a Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm excited in uh, February, uh, Dead or Alive 6. Oh my god, yeah, back to Christy and Mia, dude. Yep, yep. We're gonna we're gonna fucking ruin all the doubles. I think my biggest twenty nineteen it's gonna be The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um, for reasons I told you guys about earlier. Um other than that, the new C D Project Red game. So oh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven looks really good. Oh yeah. Um other than that. Um, maybe 2019. Yeah, we still still uh kind of up in the air because we're really not supposed to know about it yet. Yeah, but Borderlands three. Mm-hmm. So we know like very little about that. It's all, it's I would say it's rumors, but it's well based rumors right now. It's well based rumors coming from multiple sources. Yeah, and they like all coincide with each other. Yeah, sources. Yeah. So, I think. I think we're probably going to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, rumor has it that they're looking at fall because that's kind of the trend with gear. Uh, yeah, Gearbox. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward. Looking forward to hearing more about that. Right. Uh, I'm also looking forward to gaming companies not just like bombing and disappearing. Yeah. Because uh, 2018 saw a lot of that too. Like obviously we were talking about. Uh, what I came to find out was called Radical Heights, which you probably didn't hear about because the studio that developed and released that, Boss Key Studios, headed by Cliff Blazinski, former Epic, uh, the man behind Gears of War. Yeah, Boss Key Studios just shut down a month after Radical Heights. Mm-hmm. They released Lawbreakers. There was, I think when it finally shut down, they had, dude, it was like 60. Like it was a like a couple dozen. Players. Yeah, it was like a few dozen people actually playing. <laughs> I guess Bless you. the the biggest thing that I caught of yeah. studios dying <laughs> is you. we and I never I was never into these but Telltale Games going yeah mm-hmm. and uh, not only was it fucked up that they that they closed they closed without telling anyone that really worked for them until like it was right there and they're like also the door is open for you to leave go ahead take everything with you uh, because you're not coming back and uh, severance pay what is that yeah. And, like, turns out, then it came out, they had not even made really any money at all on any of the games that they released. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they paid a shitload for royalties and then never made any money back. But there's only so much you can do with uh, interactive visual novels is really all yeah. they are with, with quick time events. 
that are just like press the button to jump, press the button to talk. Telltale will remember that. We'll get that joke. Out. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, yeah. I Telltale fucking, will remember that. Yeah, I hope they take it to their grave. Oh fucking wait. So yeah, like it, that was really fucked up to kind of uh, kind of hear about, as well as um, Capcom Vancouver is probably the probably pretty much about the only other big one that uh, that I really want to talk about. And uh, those guys were behind Dead Rising. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get a Dead Rising game again, probably. Those went downhill very quickly in a cart covered in chainsaws <laughs> and fucking garden rakes. You can only give me a guy that's good at like building things so many times to, to kill zombies. How many times do I have to fucking go around finding chainsaws, putting them in my inventory, and then finding a fucking table and grabbing this boat oar that I've been carrying around this fucking mall for three days <laughs> so that I can fucking use it for five minutes and then it breaks? Um, but yeah, like just in, insane. Like I mean, Capcom's big. You'd think that someone with a, with a massive personality like Cliff Blazinski mm-hmm. uh, would be able to handle something like that, but... What the fuck happened? Hey, speaking of Capcom... Yeah. In March... Yeah. There's a little game I'm excited about. Yeah, what's that, Brent? It's Devil May Cry 5. I'm, I'm big excited. Big oh, excited. God! Yeah, like, that's... This is nuts. It's... Uh, I kind of want to talk about the phenomena that started kind of happening with our podcast. Yeah. Okay, so, Tony, you mu- you probably haven't heard uh, heard us talk about, like, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like you don't listen to this. No, <laughs> you don't I mean, listen it's to this for shit. two people. Yeah, I, it, I, I didn't, I didn't. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, yeah it is. Allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed. Not I, allowed. I flip the sign over as soon as you leave. <laughs> uh, only two people allowed. Anyway, um, every time we cover something and we get to the end of the episode where we talk about what we want the most out of a game series, it happens. Mm-hmm. It has happened several times. When we covered the Devil May Cry episode, which was our second episode uh, and our most viewed episode, thank you so much for listening to that. We had a lot of fun. And there's yeah. a lot more fun to come with a lot of fucking Devil May Man, Cry. Yanker, uh, pull our devil triggers all night. <laughs> and um, <laughs> together. Fill many dark As souls. As brothers. Yeah. My brother. Anyway, so at the end of our Devil May Cry episode, we were like, you know what? I just want another Devil May Cry game with Dante that's not done by Ninja Theory that's just just take me back to old school Devil May Cry. So it was like maybe what like a week later a week or two later. And they like I was, it was E3 wasn't it? No. It was announced it wasn't before even, It was announced okay yeah so oh yeah duh, it was. So like literally about a week or so before or after that I think I don't fucking remember honestly it was something it was that relatively I mean it's within the same fucking year that we released the episode yeah that that in itself is really weird so shortly after we released that episode they came out saying hey we're making Devil May Cry 5 it's Here's a straight up continuation Dante. to the old series mm-hmm. and we were like what and then we covered the Yakuza series, and I was like, you know what? I want the fucking most out of the Yakuza series. I want them to get the rights to do a Fist of the North Star game. But little and release, did you know, yeah, they were already Ome doing it. Shinderu. Yeah, and then they they did that fun fucking plug on social media during E3 when they were like, yo, then, I know a lot of you guys are asking for a Western release of this game. This summer we can look forward to a Judgment, also known judgment. as Judge Eyes. Yeah. Their next 
a Yakuza team's next game. Yeah, if you if you don't fucking pay attention to anything coming out of the Yakuza team, please do. And I please think, open uh, your goddamn eyes and play their games. I think you'll uh, love them. I think Judgment will be really good for him because it's yeah. like you don't need to be invested into the mm-hmm. deep and complicated lore of the Yakuza series yeah. to get into it. For real, and so like, um, yeah, I j- and then uh, Resident Evil. I mean, I yeah. think that by that time we were already we already knew that Resident Evil Two was coming out. I had been kind of following the guy behind uh, the dream of making Resident Evil Two happen. Uh, there was somebody on the Capcom USA page that were like, "Hey, fans, what are you guys up to?" And people just kept kind of joking, like kind of trolling almost. They're like, "Oh, you know, just waiting for that Resident Evil Two remake." Because people have been wanting it for fucking, like, over a decade. Since the first one got remade. And people were like, this is the best game that's ever come out in the series ever. And some people are like, this is my favorite game in the world. It's in my top five. And so, like, I look at Resident Evil 2, I've got high fucking hopes. But what little gameplay I've allowed myself to watch, I know I'm going to be freaked the fuck out. And it is going to be better than the Resident Evil 1 remake. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to take that gamble. Um... But yeah, so it's just really weird. There's a few other things, I swear to God, where we've like mentioned it, and then a week after that episode released, they're like, hey, by the way, we've been listening to Brent and Tyler in <laughs> Iowa fucking talk about this shit. And so we just thought, you know, before the word gets out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we'll let everyone know. Hey, speaking of like cool shit I play this year, um, the PC port of Killer7. Yeah, dude. The solid port. Yeah, and uh, I actually got to like play through the game. And Suda Five One coming out with um, he's now fifty one. Yeah, he's, he's now, now fifty one. He's now Suda Five One Suda turned fifty one. Fifty one. Yeah, because uh, Goichi Goichi Suda. Uh, Travis comes again. Is yeah, it strikes again, but he I comes everywhere twice. Travis comes twice. <laughs> uh, comes out. No like, more heroes. Have soon. you ever have you ever heard of this game? Nope. Okay, so you might have to go get your Wii, <laughs> and you might have to go buy No More Heroes, because the thing is, is that it is not pretty, but it is hilarious, and it is incredibly fun, and make sure you have the volume up on your Wiimote, because you use it like a cell phone, and like you put it up to your ear, and someone like actually talks to you, <laughs> and that's how you get your assassin contracts and shit, and you have a beam katana, and it runs on batteries, much like your mom, if you're from Black Mirror. And uh, in order to recharge your beam katana mid-battle, you have to take your Wii, put it straight up and down, and fucking jack it off so that you can recharge your battery, so you can fucking keep beam katanaing people. And it is so hilarious, because uh, the main character, Travis Touchdown, mm-hmm. is a giant fucking weeb. Like, he's got anime girl posters everywhere, and... He's like playing. There's like, like a nep- gif nep- I've been seeing a lot where like there's like a picture of like an anime girl and he, like he turns to the camera and just says moe under it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like turns like address the viewer. Yeah. Moe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um it's it, it's so good. It mm-hmm. is so fucking good. And um if you're like I don't wanna I don't wanna go play that, well You can get Killer Seven. Or no, Killer is dead. I mean Killer Seven as well, but <laughs> Yeah, I was actually gonna say Killer is dead. That's on, strange. On Steam. Killer is dead. Go fucking play that. It's That's, not. It's not as over the top like hilarious. It's much it's more weird. serious, but it is weird and fun. And like, if you like hack and slash combat, you need to fucking okay. play this. You can finish the game and be like, I have no idea what the fuck that was, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, that's really the essence of Suda Five One. Same guy who did Lollipop Chainsaw. Okay. And I fucking love that that game as well. I wish it was a series. Right. Um, but uh. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I kind of wish that we would have seen a little bit more of uh, Travis comes everywhere twice again, <laughs> oh, hallelujah, yeah. uh, at, at E3. But we also saw, you know, Doom Eternal. We got fucking Doom Eternal to look forward to. I don't know if that's going to be this I don't year. think that's going to come out this year. Probably but not. I really wish it was. I think Wolfenstein, Youngbloods uh, is. Youngbloods, yep. We got some possible uh, fucking co-op Wolfenstein yeah. coming out, hopefully. Why aren't these babies co-op? <laughs> but yeah, uh, E3 was actually pretty good this year overall. Uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to see this year, but I would put my money on uh, n- n- next-gen systems. I would put my money on next-gen systems showing up this year. Really? I don't want to think about that yet. Are you, that's, that's too much. Like I know, right? Why? Because, uh, to be quite honest... I don't think that they're selling very many PS4 Pros or Xbox One X. Xbox One, Xbox X. <laughs> I One literally, I X. I kept making that joke to my friend Reed when I when I saw him over the weekend. Like, he's like, "Yeah, it's an Xbox One X." I'm like, "Okay, so an Xbox," and he's like, "One X," and I was like, "X Box One X," and I had to do this seven times, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh." <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking great. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think that they're selling very many of those units. No. And you can only reinvent your system so many times. Yeah. I it's thought, I thought, it, was, I thought it was weird slim. that they decided to do the pro models so early. Yeah. Like. Though I am kind of wondering, a lot of the newer games well, are coming out and they do not run as well. PS3, or sorry, PS4 came out. 2014, 2013. But have been 2014, I think, because it was yeah. yeah, like towards the end of that year. Yeah, because uh, we got our Xbox. Years. We got our Xbox Ones fairly close to release. That came out in 2013. Because I saw Killer Instinct videos, and I was like, I want to yep. play it. Yep, I got. I, we both got our Xboxes around nine months after it came out. I want to like say it was like late, late 2014. Yeah, that you got yours. Yeah, because I remember the Killer Instinct video. I was watching those in 2013, and I was just like, "Motherfucker, give me that now!" And like, it literally sold me a system, and I don't play it anymore. Nope. I don't even play my Xbox anymore. But I have over 132 games for my Xbox One. Jeez. Yeah, it, my digital library is ridiculous. Like, I've got Crypt of the Serpent King. <laughs> when I. Uh... You gotta play the Devil May Cry 5. Now, you're either playing it tonight or you're playing it tomorrow when you come over. I'm gonna play it tonight. Okay. I'm so jacked up on Monster and fucking French press. <laughs> wow. But yeah, like, um. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. What's your most looked forward to title, Tony? My look for- most looked forward to title next year? Yeah. That would be, um, The Last of Us Part 2. And hopefully a Borderlands, or at least some news. On Borderlands. On the Borderlands that isn't just rumors. Like, have them come out and just say something. You know that Gearbox is really, really tight-lipped, and they are very good at holding on to secrets. Mm -hmm. I think that game is very close to done. Yeah. I think that we are past alpha for most of that shit, and the news that we're getting got leaked from the top. They were like, give them something. Just something, make a little juicy yeah. lips. Like, that's been a... And it's I kind of think that's forever, too. Fuck off, dude. That was such a... <laughs> what were we expecting? 
What were we expecting? <laughs> Duke Nukem angrily fisting turds to match it to people's assholes. <laughs> Who pooped in my trailer? <laughs> I, uh, I do really enjoy the fact that I was able to, at the very beginning, on that whiteboard when I was explaining to that fucking soldier what I was going to do to like the big demon fucker in the football stadium, and you grab a marker... And I just drew a giant dick, and he's like, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he starts clapping, and then I just fucking spin the whiteboard and walk out onto a fucking football field and got mm-hmm. blasted. I mean, this is Duke Nukem. What was I expecting? You know what I hope Borderlands 3 isn't? Fucking pre-sequel. Don't give me gimmicks like fucking moon jumping and fucking yeah. anti-grav and getting I the think. oxygen stations. Fuck that. I want to focus on picking up loot, doing quests, being with friends. Yep. That's it. That's all I that need. Was, I did not really enjoy the pre-sequel that much. I fucking hated it, and I played every single class trying to find out if I would like it more. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, maybe my perspective just needs changed. Yeah. I even played as a fucking doppelganger handsome jack in the goddamn claptrap, which was, like, really dumb to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I got Wilhelm, I got fucking... Athena Athena was about the funnest that I had. Yeah. That's and that it. was what I played when I played it. Yeah. I I went through that game just thinking like it really looked like they just needed a little bit more time on yeah. something else. So they threw something together with Borderlands 2 mm-hmm. assets and engine and stuff and released something to keep people right. keep people entertained. But they still spent a fuckload of time on it. Yes. And I don't. I probably only sank maybe about the, two or so hours in it. We have talked about this, but the one thing that I caught that the pre-sequel did right, and mm-hmm. I want to see more of this in other Borderlands, is the NPCs acknowledging that your character exists. Yeah. And what you are, who you are, and getting different dialogue depending on who you're playing as. Right. It was because a very small thing, but we just did the wildlife preserve, or reserve rather, and uh, when Mordecai referred to our characters, mm-hmm. well, for one thing, he says Amigo, which is singular, and you were playing as the Siren, I was mm-hmm. playing as the Necromancer, and I was like, I'd be Amiga, or Amigas, or Amigos, you know, like as an all, if there was at least yeah. one dude in the group. Like, very small thing. Very, very small. And we're talking about a game that came out fucking ages ago that, you know, got this remaster. It's very nice. And that kind of answers, like, my follow-up follow up question to you both. What have you been playing lately? Well, mm-hmm. a lot of Borderlands 2, yeah. Overwatch, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for me, Fist of the North Star. I'm going to start up Prey soon. I'm going to just start a fucking billion things at once and finish maybe one. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That tends to be what I do. But, like, with Borderlands, the pre-sequel, they, like, reference the fact that your character is not just generic mm-hmm. character number one or number two or anything. It's literally... Uh, I don't even remember what they said, but one of the first characters you meet actually references your character's name or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, the Athena. And I was like, oh. Well, alright. That's what I wanted in Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. It drove me nuts. Like, the whole massive spoiler alert if anybody's not played Borderlands 2 you need to go do it right now when you get into Angel's AI core AI core thing not an AI quote unquote yeah Um, that's what she calls it and that's what you think you're going to yeah and you fight in there yeah one of the main story things is 
is you can't bring another siren in there. Yep. Because Handsome Jack can just use the other siren. Yeah. Meanwhile, one of the playable characters is a fucking siren. Yep. So that kind of doesn't make sense as to... Yeah. And it comes down to, like... like um, It kind of comes they down... They allowed to, the gameplay to suffer so that the story could be more compelling. Not, well, actually, no. It was, the, it was kind of the opposite. They wrote their story in such a way that um, it did not feel like... It, it kind of pulled you out of it just a little bit because, like, well, why am I going in there? Yeah. Like, I am a player. I guess that's I kind of what I meant is, I like, am your a gameplay experience suffers so that the story that's being told to you can be more compelling. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it as a marriage, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You have plot holes. Yeah, it's like a kind of a glaring plot hole. Yeah. Like, the whole big thing was, don't bring another siren there, otherwise we're going to have problems. Yeah. And uh, so I like Mike. I'm playing a siren, so why am I going? Imagine there? doing that solo. Yeah. How even like how much less sense mm -hmm. would that make? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, I'm gonna fucking go in. Mm -hmm. You know, shit like that. Um, Brent, what have you been playing lately? Uh, mostly Earth Defense Force Five. Fuck yeah, dude. We played 4.1 a lot, mm -hmm. and uh, I just love getting ragdolled and ant mouth. Yeah, it is. That's just fucking... Or going into a cave that I really don't want to go in and seeing a billion fucking eyes and getting web shot all over me and then dying immediately. Shoot um, ropes. Yeah, just ropes all over me. I was playing as a fencer and like I did like The a, best class. There's like a new alien types that like... Because you're a Gundam. Turned into like roly pulleys and like roll at you. <laughs> I tried jumping out of the way but they like ramped off of something and I got fucking juggled. For like, <laughs> got juggled Like death. three hit juggled. I didn't die because I had, like, a shit ton of health. Was it basically the equivalent of getting, like, Zangief fucking power bombed, like, three times in a row? Kind of, yeah. But, like, no, EX like, power bombed? It was, like, getting uh, uh, Zuna dropped by Ryu Ugh. from uh, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Hayabusa. Yeah. On to anticipated games, though. I keep yeah. freaking forgetting about it. We've heard details on a Prime 4. Oh, yeah, good fucking luck. I know. That's not going to... I'm surprised... Honestly, that... Bayonetta 3 news. Right. Well, where the fuck was that? Especially uh, Bayonetta 2 uh, release for the Switch came out a while ago, and yet we haven't had any Bayo 3 news. Um, I mean, there was, like, a teaser trailer just letting you know, like, hey, this is a thing. Right, yeah, exactly. Metroid Prime 4, we simply saw the... Um, the screw attack. I mean, like, well, the morph ball with the S on it. And we're like, oh, shit, where's it going to be? Right? You know, it's... It's all going to boil down to... Federation Force 2. No. <laughs> Please, no. Yeah, good fucking luck. Nintendo's been... Okay, they released Super Smash Bros. That's been going over incredibly well from people that are inside that shithole of the community I as wish, well as the people outside that just enjoy the game. I wish other fighting games got the love and support that from like both fan and developer mm -hmm. that Smash Brothers gets. I don't, I don't hate Smash Brothers. I just don't have fun playing it. Right. It's it's pretty it's pretty good, you know. Um, Switch also again kind of going back to the gamecube roots of nintendo which is very important uh think about this they got a dark souls remaster 
on the Switch. Really? That came out, uh, I want to say maybe October, maybe November. Gotta be honest. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, that's leaps and bounds for Nintendo. Yeah. That means we're going back to GameCube-style Nintendo, so we're going to see M-rated games on Nintendo. We're going to see a much broader horizon than just your family games, Mario games, and Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe. <laughs> Zelda. I, I, uh, I don't think the Wii U got a Zelda. They I, got a Twilight Princess. The Wii U... Yeah. yeah. You had Skyward Sword. Skyward's No. Skyward, Skyward Sword. Skyward, Skyward Sword was Wii. Yeah, Skyward Sword was Wii. Because you had the yes, Wii mode and you could swing, and that was I was the pretty big... sure that they also had a Wii U fucking release, but I could be wrong. It didn't they, originally I mean, come out. No, 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 no. There was no. No, there it, was. It was, it was kind of. I, like, well, I guess he, Breath of the Wild did come out on Wii U. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, that was but, the last. Yeah. Who gives a shit? They really. Switch, who yeah. gives a shit? They I, also had Hyrule Warriors. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, man. Everyone. Some people say that's like their favorite like Warriors game. It, I did play a little bit of it just because a friend of mine had it, and I kind of enjoyed it. It was fun, it, but it but it it's was like it wasn't fast it, food. Yeah, it, it really wasn't. Is. It wasn't. Like oh, they a got Zelda they game, got though. Wind Waker HD though. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, press A to let go. <laughs> press A to let go. Fuck, that's my favorite action. But they. Speaking of old games, I need to tackle Wind Waker. I borrowed it from somebody for my GameCube. Good Raku. Right? Um, but Nintendo... I hope you like how it turns into Crash Bandicoot. Go collect all the shit you forgot in all the other levels at the very end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only a hundred things you have to go collect. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. It only takes a millennium. Yeah. In so... my mind, I'm still beating Wind Waker. <laughs> um... But Nintendo seemed to have really hit it out of the park with the Switch. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. The Wii did, the Wii did good, but it did good for weird reasons. It did good for its new gimmicks. Yes. Uh, showing you that you can be active and play video games at the same time. Yes. Like, even though it's literally just flicking your wrist. The Wii bombed, I truly believe, because of marketing. The Wii U. Oh, the Wii U. Yeah. yeah the Wii U bombed, I believe, because of marketing. Um. Everyone How th- could the system where Devil's Third released on bomb? That's a good point. That is a very good point. Well, here's the thing. I Zombie. Don't know, I don't you. know. I don't know what Devil's Third is. Well, apparently you've been living under a fucking yeah. rock because it was the best game that released. It's in, the best game you never played. Yep. On a um, Nintendo system that you never owned. Mm-hmm. One thing. Sh- shouldn't have blinked twice. I mean, I guess it was regular Wii, but I ended up using it on Wii U. Uh, we're not going to see any more like light gun shooters, really. No. Yeah, thanks to the... Well, the closest thing we're going to get is VR. Yeah, Did there was that Until Dawn game that was pretty much a kind of like a rail shooter. Until Dawn? There was an Until Dawn. It's a, Until oh, Dawn, Russia, Russia Blood. Blood. Yeah. Russia, I was like, what the so that's, fuck? That's an Until Dawn game. Yeah, yeah, the Until Dawn, Russia Blood. Yeah, that's a... That's a fucking uh, PlayStation VR light gun fucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's the, that's all I was I could is, really think about. Didn't I hear at least like very, very, very small rumors involving patent notes that the Wii U, or not the Wii U, the Nintendo Switch had some VR-esque stuff that was being discussed for a while? Do you? Yes, I remember hearing about that and I don't think that that's gonna fucking nah, be anywhere. No. 
I don't think that that's going to be a thing. Otherwise, um, Nintendo's got a great year ahead of them. Sony's got a fuckload of uh, new games coming out, such as Ghost of Tsushima. I'm most excited for Devil May Cry 5 right now. Absolutely. <laughs> and for me, it's got to be Resident Evil 2 Remake. I mean, I'm, that's mm-hmm. like close second. <laughs> so all like the E3 announcements and stuff that happened... As far as what we know for coming out in 2019, but there's going to be a lot of people uh, kind of wondering and waiting. It's a that's lot of waiting. The whole thing. It's a lot of waiting. This, that's what a lot of uh, gaming as a culture has brought uh, come down to is just mm-hmm. waiting for the next piece of rumor, the piece of meat. Yeah. Don't enjoy what's out now. Yeah, yeah. Always focus on yeah. Always focus on buying the next fucking thing, or you know, be like Tony and I and just you know pick up the scraps way behind everybody else. I can't fucking beat games fast enough. We could talk about a Diablo mobile game. Oh fuck off! (laughs) Yeah, there's been all sorts of fucking bad news this year, and we're just gonna go ahead and fucking act like it never happened. Mm-hmm. But um, thanks Don't for you guys listening. Have phones. Oh my God, fucking Christ! I, that had to be. Thro- if we're gonna talk about 2018, we had to throw that in there right at the end. Don't you guys have phones? Yeah, <laughs> you could play the new Diablo game for the lore. So thanks for enjoying all of the bonus episode slash episodes. However, we decided if I can upload this, however much we decided to keep. Like or I cut. said, I'm in control. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a back seat on this one. But yeah, uh That's all right. It was uh it was a fun time kind of bullshitting with you guys. We'd been kind of talking about um having an episode where we literally just bullshitted for a while and kind of talked about uh reminiscing on the year as a whole. And yeah, as it would seem as it would seem much of it flashed by us and we don't quite remember much of nope. what it was. Nope. Because the world around us keeps spinning as we sit and time play is a flat circle. <laughs> and a construct. It's a construct. It's a bullshit construct. And here we are at the beginning. Time is a construct. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, the merch shop is finally up. You can actually find the link to six pages of cool shit about us at our Teespring shop. Uh, it's just in the uh, show notes there. Otherwise, it's uh, tshop.com backslash store backslash podcast for two people. And as always, you can donate to us at our Patreon at patreon.com backslash podcast for two people. And keep a lookout. There will likely be some new tiers uh, soon. But thanks so much for riding around with us for nearly a year now. And uh, we've had a lot of fucking fun. Tony, it was really great to have you back on the show and oh, just good to be fucking back. barf out our mouths for a really long Got time. Got out of our system. Mm-hmm. Thank Until next fuck. time. Yeah. Uh, until next time. And uh, the episode that actually releases with this one is one that I've been Am I working on this for out, a like, long fucking time. As soon as it's done. <laughs> Don't do that. It's so bad. Uh, it has a lot of work to do. <laughs> as soon as it's done. I mean, like, There's a piss break in the middle of it. Obviously, I'm going to cut it up, but when okay. it's done. <laughs> God. What don't you understand? Every Cut the fucking episode. <laughs> okay, we're done. Thanks, guys. Here's the next year. Fuck you. <laughs> Good, but nah, I'm not gonna end it like that. Thanks, thanks. Twenty fuck teen. Buy our shit. <laughs> yeah, buy our shit. <laughs> Eat my ass. Buy my shit. <laughs> Drink my piss. <laughs> Suck my. Fuck. Here's the 2019. <laughs>